Hey, Flyover family, we are at the Reawaken America event, and look who I have with me. I don't know if you recognize the face yet, but you're going to recognize her when you see the Reawaken America because the crowd went crazy. It's, this the, is it's a, the most ruckus I've seen created. No doubt about it. So far. It's no doubt about it. She's an attorney, and her name is Trisha. Lindsay, so welcome, Trish. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It's great, yes. great to meet you. You grabbed our attention when we heard you speak. <laughs> you are blown away. Thank you. Thank you. You were just laying out truth bombs, and the audience loved it. I mean, because they know that is truth. I'm like, that's an attorney? I thought maybe an NFL coach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or something. It was just like room. So, so fill people yeah. in how you got a little bit connected with Clay and some of your work. You're based in New York City, but maybe fill people in a little bit on, on, on your background and how'd you get... Holding this loop. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> You're like, ah. Yeah. So I am a former educator in New York, actually. Okay. 20 plus years. I went to law school and said I needed to tackle education uh, from the national level to deal with legislation because I saw what was going on. And I knew something was happening and I put some of the puzzle, the pieces of the puzzle together. Uh-huh. Yep. But then COVID came and filled it all in. Filled it all in. And I realized that all of the agendas are connected. All of the agencies are connected. And it's one big mass agenda that is being pushed. And so a few years ago, right at the start of COVID, the hype, a colleague of mine told Clay about me Mm -hmm. because he knew what I stood for. He had heard me speak before. And that's Dr. Aaron Lewis. And so Clay said, well, you can bring her and share the stage with her. If you want to, she can take some of your time. And he said, okay, that's not a problem because she's that good. And so I came, I spoke. And after that, Clay was like, oh, You can have your own time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, and that's, I've been here since then. And now what happened in um, Rochester, Batavia, New York, with the reawaken, the, you know, the protests that occurred and the false propaganda that was spread. He received, literally, like I said, he received that letter the week of a couple of weeks before at the Cornerstone Church and he had me read it. He didn't open it, didn't look at it, and he had me read it at the um Reawaken America tour and I was blown away. So everything that you saw, people may have thought it was um planned. Uh-huh. I was reading the letter and just literally responding to <laughs> that was, was not scripted. Wow. Yeah, it was not scripted at all. And so what I read today was actually our actual formal response to her because we are filing a lawsuit against her right. in the Western District this of New York. This is the Attorney General of New York. The Attorney General of New York who is um she she's not doing her job. She thinks that she's in that position to push her own agenda or the agenda of her party. And that's not what she's there for. She's supposed to protect the constituents. She's supposed to protect the people. And whether she liked it or not, the people, the attendees and the organizers and the speakers while they were in New York were people of New York. Yep. And the citizens of New York that decided to attend and participate like myself, right. we still are deserving of the protection. And so that letter that she sent out was a sheer violation of the of civil rights laws. She looked at a room full of white, primarily white organizers and attendees, right? And she judged them. And she called them racist, white nationalists, accused them of pushing an agenda that has never been pushed here. And I guess I have a serious tan. I'm probably on the verge of death if I'm a white nationalist, right? Yeah. So, I mean... It's just ridiculous what she's done, and it's sad. It is. You know, you, 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 the crowd going crazy here in Pennsylvania. I don't know if we got, got a camera on it, but there's so many people waking up to these kind of things. But they're not just waking up that it exists. They're waking up that something needs to be done about it. Um, and 
the the use of the language. Just use the term there, the the white nationalist and this stuff. Um, I heard Dennis Prager say one time, he goes, it, you know, probably in all of history, there's never been a better time to truly be a white supremacist. Yeah. Because you're put in a group with a lot of really good people. <laughs> exactly. Because they've exactly. used it and diluted Absolutely. it. And it's lost the punch. Absolutely. And, and, and people who really, you know, with that label would stick to kind of get off free when he just throw it at everybody that you disagree with. Absolutely. And that's kind of what's happening. They're trying to use the, use the dog whistle terms, right? The buzzwords. Yes. You say certain words and if people react and say, oh, let's shut them down. Let's, you know, but then the narrative gets thrown up because like I said, you've not named one person who made these statements. Right. Right. You have not. Who's the white nationalist? What acts of violence? There's been no acts of violence associated with the Reawaken America right. Church, nor any hate speech of any sort. We're here praying. I mean, I'm an attorney and then half of my time I'm talking about God and what he called us to do exactly so yeah. you know who who are the real problem yeah. here, you know here who's the real um supremacist people who are the real racists who are the real you know nationalists or and i don't want to i don't even like using that take that back sure who's the real problem who's let's just problem? leave it right yeah. there yeah. which is enough that, right enough. right that's let's just exactly leave it right there who is the problem so i have a question for you sure. you know you are coming against some people that have a lot of power and a lot of people behind them are you threatened at all or do you feel safe I know who I am and whose I am. Come on. I when Woo. David would, ooh, don't get me started. <laughs> when David went back to Ziklag, he inquired of the Lord. His family were gone. The children were gone. The place was burnt down. He looked at the ashes. And the men that he had was a ragtag army of men that he had to build up. And he went and inquired of the Lord. He put on his ephod and inquired of the Lord and said, do I pursue? And the Lord said, pursue. You understand? If he had looked at Ziklag, if he had looked at that army and, and, and just used that and said, I can't do this. David had been fighting and killing, slaying giants from the time that he was a child. Yep. We are giant slayers. Amen. And he knew who he was and whose he was. And as yep. long as God has given us permission, we can pursue and we will prevail and we will recover. Okay, there's a big thing in what you said because I've been really studying Man. this lately. You said he inquired upon the Lord. I think that's really important because there's times in the Bible when you see even David himself, when he didn't inquire upon the Lord and there were consequences for his actions. And I think it's really important that you bring everything to the Lord and say, am I supposed to move forward? Am I supposed to do that? When he says yes, you run for it. You don't blink either. You don't blink. You don't question it. You run. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't question it. Just go. You just Just go. go. Because you will prevail, and God has given us permission. God is waiting for us. This yes. is not a time for us to sit back nope. and just pray and say, "Okay, God is going to do it." No, we're praying and we are and. moving. Yeah. We're praying and moving. And. We're praying yep. and invading. Praying and moving, and that's what we have to do. Oh, that, that is, is so what we good. have to do. This is no so time to sit back. Nope. None. Man, I think New York's in good hands. I think New York is in <laughs> great hands. People could be migrating to New York for like political <laughs> safety. Like, where you live, I'll go next door. <laughs> Julie, <laughs> oh, this has been an honor. If somebody wants to learn more about you and if people want to donate to your work, where do they go to be? He's got to the do rocks that? in the sling. David's out there all he wants. This is true. You can't, you can't have David out there swinging it with no rocks in it. That's where, that's where we can help out. That's how we help. Because, uh, you know, sometimes a missionary is going to some country you wouldn't want to go to or can't. Yes. But, hey, I can help you. Definitely. And so you're fighting a battle maybe other people can't or not qualified, don't have the education or the spine for it. Definitely. But they can get rocks for your sling. So how can people help do that? TrishaLindsayLaw.com. They can also email me at attorneytrishalindsaylaw.com. And by that way, once they get in touch with me, they can get in touch with someone in my office. And if they want to donate, 
I get people who want to pray for me. I get people who want to donate. You know, people just want to spread the word if yep. they want to help. And so that all of it helps because there's Letitia James is just one. Yes. We have, and I'm just going to put it out, we have the EEOC, right? They're not doing their job. They are literally not doing their jobs. They're telling people, oh, we don't have the resources to investigate this matter. We're just going to probably dismiss this and not look into it. You could take it to federal court. So the taxpayers are paying for the agency, agency to exist, yep. paying your salaries, and you're telling them we can't do our job, take it to federal court, so now we have to pay to go to federal court too? This mm. is ridiculous. Is. Department of Labor. They're playing with people. They're collecting collecting money from people for 25, 30 years. And now when they are terminated because they have chosen to to, to stand upon their religious convictions, yeah. now they're telling them they can't get any money. And they're sending them conflicting notices. Three different reasons for why they know their um, benefits have been denied. All these agencies need to be dealt with. Yeah. They all need to be taken down. And I guess I just made an announcement that that's one, that's, yeah. that's something that's in my that's in my focus and it's something that I want to do. So donations are definitely necessary because let's face it, those that are fighting this yep. fight, their, their means are, have been reduced, you know, their income. Well, law, lawfare is a real thing. It is a real thing. And then coming after people to bleed them down. So eventually they just kind of go Absolutely. away. And that's what and they're it's, hoping. A, it's a funding yep. issue that allows corruption to continue to, to thrive and survive. Yep. Um, let's give you your, your, your uh, website one more time. I hope sure. it's in the bottom third down here. Yeah. We're going to put a link down below. And I want to ask if you'll come on for a full episode with us. We, we do it virtually. Love. You know, from New York. Talk about Jesus all you want because our audience loves Jesus. <laughs> they so they love it, many. And you yeah. find you find a, a Bible believing attorney. <laughs> yes. so, oh, that's a deadly combo. That so deadly so tell combo. people how they can find you. TrishaLindsayLaw.com. Um, and they can email me at attorney at TrishaLindsayLaw. I'm on Instagram at TSLyn33, although I'm trying to navigate people over to my professional page. Everyone okay. wants to be on my personal. Yeah. They don't want to be there. <laughs> so I think we're trying to navigate people over. But if you look up the law offices of Trisha Lindsay, or Trisha Lindsay, you'll find me on all social media. You have media. been a highlight for me yes, of this event so far. Thank you. Thank you, so much. Thank really you for having cool. me. Thank you. Hey, Flyover family. This is David and Stacey Whited. We are at the Reawaken America event. It is incredible. And look who's behind us Eric Trump. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time to be in, in Washington, Idaho, the Northwest. It's our second time out in this part of the country, and the people are going crazy. They're excited. They're coming out of the woodwork because they're realizing they're not the only patriot. They're not a home left alone, isolated by themselves. They're coming out, and they're with 8,000 other patriots uh, at a racetrack because this is what you got to do to save America. And everybody's high-fiving each other. They're giving each other hugs. They're coming around. They are just excited to be a part of this movement that is truly making a difference. They are waking up. They are speaking up. And they are showing up. You all know that we all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. We need 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And that's what's happening right here with this incredible crowd. And you know, it's so important that you get together with other patriots. It's so important. That's why they isolated you, had you by yourself for two years, put a mask over you. They don't want to see your smile. They don't want you out in public. They don't want you around other patriots. But when you do, you get awakened. You get excited. you got to be here at the next one. We're going to Pennsylvania. We're going to be going to Branson, Missouri. There's only two events left. So get your tickets. Come out and see us. You have to be there. You do not want to miss it. We'd love to have you come to the meet and greet. It's going to be an incredible event. You know, during the revolution, they got together in bars and pubs. They got together every different little place they could. And they talked about what it would be like if our country was free. What would it be like to not live under a king and tyranny? 
you know what? That's what we need right now, getting together, sharing good yes. ideas with each other. Then you take those back home and you get to work. That's where it starts, though. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.